Welcome to the shorthand states here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast and our review of day one of this June states meeting. I'm Simon Delarue and I've been listening in today on proceedings in the Assembly which have been dominated certainly uh, throughout the entire afternoon uh, by considerations of a new education law being proposed by Education, Sport and Culture and it's fair to say that uh, it is to some degree contentious, uh, not least uh, we can measure that by the sheer number of amendments uh, which have been placed, 11 and counting, and um, this is a, a huge revamp of the education law that's been in place since the 1970s and uh, contains a lot of detail which uh, some members are objecting to. So after an uh, introductory speech by the President of Education, Sport and Culture, Deputy Andrea Dudley-Owen, in which she uh, outlined the importance of uh, moving forward into a, a more sort of digital approach uh, rather than an analogue approach to uh, education and its provision on the island and uh, the importance of the learner uh, being at the centre of everything that uh, is envisaged for this new education law. Uh, We moved on to the uh, first significant amendment uh, that was being placed and that has been placed by uh, two old Elizabethans, Deputy Lyndon Trott, who for a dozen years or so was actually on the board uh, of governors at the uh, uh, college and uh, also seconded by uh, Deputy Simon Fairclough. And uh, this is a very wide-ranging amendment, far uh, more involved and making far more uh, changes than we normally see in a single amendment, uh, which really is aimed at ensuring that the degree of control that that education would have over the independent colleges uh, is uh, reduced. Um, So their contention is that uh, the new education law is going to um, create a tension between uh, education and the colleges, uh, that it's going to be overreaching and uh, involve education having more power over um, various minutiae and uh, dealings of the colleges. Their argument is that the colleges are extremely successful, they don't need such interference, they haven't been consulted uh, properly over it, and uh, they're as Deputy Fairclough put it, it it ain't broke, so don't try to fix it. Um, The counter-argument that we heard during debate, uh, for example, from the um, Deputy President, the Vice President of uh, Education, Deputy Sam Haskins, is that uh, actually this is uh, largely, um, all the proposals are uh, simply uh, rehashing what the old um, education law had it's not actually much in there that's new um, but nevertheless um, obligations of the colleges are being spelt out so that nothing goes amiss and in particular he did say that um, the uh, boards in the uh, UK the um, the bodies to which these colleges have to demonstrate their efficiency and their good governance um, are answerable to the UK government government but not to Guernsey so effectively they fall between two stools if these uh, proposals are not brought through. Uh, Now I was fully expecting that that amendment was going to reach a conclusion uh, this afternoon but uh, very many deputies have spoken on it. It's rather difficult to see which way the wind is blowing because many of those deputies expressed uh, a difficulty in making their mind up and were asking various questions both of the ESC president and of the um, the placer of the amendment 
Amendment, Deputy Lyndon Trott. And uh, when it came to Deputy Trott's turn to answer those various questions at about five o'clock, he said that it was going to take him considerably longer than that to get through it. So they decided to adjourn a little early. Uh, and so that they have done and will be starting uh, a little earlier on uh, Thursday morning's session, which will be at a quarter past nine instead of half past nine. So that's where they left debate there on education. So not a lot of uh, conclusion to bring you on that. And even if uh, we get conclusions on these various amendments, uh, they will all have to be voted on when the um, amended propositions uh, go through at the end of it. It's going to be rather a complicated business, this education law uh, debate, and we'll do our best to uh, explain it all to you. Uh, well, we'll be do our best to understand it, first of all. Um, and uh, so just a little bit of time then left to tell you what else has occurred here uh, today. Uh, we actually began with um, a statement from Education, Sport and Culture on the Island Games, uh, which uh, was really just a sort of a, an update saying it's all on time and on budget. Everything's ready to go. Uh, all of the islands are um, going to come here and enjoy a very well organised um, games, not least because of the 1,200 volunteers who brought themselves forward to uh, to get involved in it. And um, Deputy Dudley Owen thanked in particular Brian Allen, the chairman of the Guernsey Island Games Association, and also Dame Mary Perkins, uh, the chairwoman of the organising committee. Uh, she paid tribute to her uh, great deal of work and organisational skills that brought very many uh, different parties together to ensure that it's all uh, good to go. Uh, there were some questions uh, that she faced on the legacy of the Island Games and how exactly that was going to be measured and the uh, the apparent um, uh, irony of the uh, proposal by Education, Sport and Culture to slash the funding for the Sports Commission. It was the, uh, the dissenter on that committee, Deputy Andy Cameron, who brought this up initially uh, saying that um, well, he was. Uh, he, he explained uh, to me in the uh, in an email afterwards, um, putting detail on his question that uh, the sports commission had originally requested five hundred thousand pounds worth of funding. They then revised that down to two hundred seventy-four thousand on advice from officers who said it was never going to get through. Uh, but the proposal has been from a majority on education to cut that further to eighty-two thousand uh, pounds from. Uh, 2025 uh, that is to, to be debated in September uh, and so um, we didn't hear a lot of discussion on that certainly very few answers from uh, Deputy Dudley Owen on that because that uh, that debate is yet to come um, but uh, nevertheless um, a, a positive outlook from the President on the way the Island Games is going to be delivered itself. Um, and just time to quickly mention uh, that first of all there was a, a moment of congratulation early on in the proceedings today when Deputy John Gollop got to his feet and congratulated the bailiff on becoming Sir Richard McMahon and uh, a round of applause was uh, uh, duly heard in the chamber after that and also um, it's worth mentioning also that a familiar face has made its way back into uh, the assembly uh, today with the return of the deputy greffier Christine Foster um, she was uh, absent for some considerable time and uh, due to ill health and you can actually read all about that because she's been talking to us on the Guernsey Press about it and uh, in a feature in tomorrow's uh, Guernsey Press uh, that's Thursday's Press. Uh, now, we'll be back, obviously, talking about much more uh, detail of that education law uh, about around this time tomorrow when we wrap up at day two. But from me, Simon Delarue in the Sunken Gardens, and that's all for now. Bye-bye.